0: horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mounce, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and back roads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Glad to have you aboard and very glad to have Eric Ryder, our producer, at the board to keep us in our lane. Today, we are going to talk about the lasting lure and the lonesome life in many cases of the long haul trucker. It's an adventure one right after the other across the commercial landscape of America as the long haul truckers play their pivotal role in keeping our economy moving forward. We're going to talk to Matt Shea. You probably have heard of him by now. He comes on our show many times. He is expert in any number of fields, particularly when it comes to first-hand experience, including in the world of long-haul trucking. Matt's done it, and he has stories to share. This is American Road Trip Talk, and we will be right back. Visit Ridgeland presents the Art Wine and Wheels Weekend, Friday, April 30th through Sunday, May 2nd at the Renaissance at Colony Park. The weekend includes the Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, Natchez Trace Century Ride, the Run Now and Wine Later 5K, and the first-ever Friday night kickoff party. For more details on festival artists, wine samplings, music lineup, and children's activities, go to artwineandwheels.com and follow Visit Ridgeland on Facebook. Hashtag Visit MS Responsibly.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. Kids studying in college, drinking too much caffeine, overloading on these energy drinks, they end up in the hospital. Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water, co-created with my uncle, Dr. Henry Heimlich, creator of the Heimlich maneuver, who said, Anson, alert drives will save more lives than the maneuver. Whether you are driving, whether you're studying, whether you're just a tired mom, whenever you need to be alert, get alert drops. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. It's scientifically proven. It's doctor approved. Again, it's natural. It's been honored by the United States Congress. Go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe.
0: Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Trip Talk, everybody. And another visit from Matt Shea. His storytelling is inexhaustible. His roots are in the wonderful, if televised, imaginative, experienced, Mayberry consciousness. I just made that up, as you can tell. He really has his mind in Mayberry, and that has a lot to do with his wholesome character. At one point in his life, Matt Shea decided that he was going to take to the open road as a long haul trucker. Prior to that, he had met many a trucker when he worked as a teamster. This gentleman has many, many stories to tell, some of the ghostly variety. Yes, it's true. He's done that before on this program. But from his own experiences, you get a heartfelt sense of his love for America and the lure of long-haul trucking. Matt Shea is in the studio. So glad to have you with us, Matt.
2: Oh, Gary, I love getting on this show. The American Road Trip Talk, it does not get any better.
0: It gets better if I give people a proper appreciation of Mayberry, but that's really your job. You have your heart in Mayberry, even though it's a TV town and not one that you can literally point to on the map. I think it speaks a lot to the wholesomeness of your personality and your love for all things America.
2: Um, Mayberry was in everybody's home and everybody's living room. We're all from Mayberry. Beautifully said. Well,
0: then let's trip back in time. Along about 1965, Matt, you were enamored, mesmerized, in fact, by a toy that was called the Johnny Express. As I recall, that was a battery-operated, remote-control, semi-truck
2: toy. What is it with you and the Johnny Express? In the days of our black-and-white TV set in the family living room, this commercial would come on that had a real rockabilly kick to it and it sounded as if Tennessee Ernie Ford was kind of doing a Johnny Cash song for us. It was just a lot of fun. And it was about this remote-controlled semi-truck that could do everything imaginable, reverse, forward, hook-up, trade trailers, everything. And then my buddy up the street got one. So I would go up to his place and watch him play with it. And I was mesmerized while my dad upped the ante. I'm 8 years old. I didn't realize that he was a traffic manager whatever one of those things were. He took me to his job. Now I'm seeing the real deal. I'm seeing the semis, but I'm also being introduced to the drivers. And it's like seeing Santa Claus during the off-season. He's larger than life. It's him, and he has all the time. There's no line to wait in. I was in. That's what I wanted to be when I grew up, one of those guys.
0: I understand that fire in the belly, that feeling that there's something that cannot be denied within you. So a person listening right now might assume that, well, gosh, if you had these sorts of experiences and you eventually wound up being a long haul trucker, you must have gotten
2: a lot of encouragement from your dad and his trucking buddies. Initially, I was the cute kid idolizing them and they loved me for it. But when they realized in time they were creating a monster, it was (laughs) now time. They sat me down and told me the facts of life. I'd put myself through two different trucking schools just to keep it active, and they always open up by trying to discourage you with the truth. They will get a beautiful poster out from one of the truck companies, and it'll be a dad and a son camping using the semi-truck, and you see the trout poles in the pond. The truck is shiny, not a dent, no dirt. The sun's coming up, and they will show this poster to you and say, this is not trucking. Then they show a rainy day in New York, and some truck is stopped at an intersection because of traffic. That is trucking. Now, the open road stuff exists, and that's why I did it. And I love trucking. I don't discourage people. But you get this incredible picture painted from childhood, Then there's the adult life, what it really takes to hold a job, so to say.
0: Yes, in order to do it, you have to be built somewhat differently, somewhat uniquely like the trucks themselves to be the master of the wheel with 18 wheels to deal with and a big rig. When you undertook this this lifestyle, because that's what it is, it's not simply an occupation, it becomes your life. How far into it? was your career before you realized that I am doing what, at least at this point in my life, I was meant to do? What really locked it in for you?
2: Well, I was a teamster for 32 years, and I had a daughter to raise. And so if I wasn't in the plant, I was with her, and the plant knew that between the two, I will leave to be with her. I was campfire, PTA, the whole stuff, and I would volunteer for seniors back in those days. So I always knew that I had a very short leash. I just couldn't get out there and be renegade as a trucker, so to say. And so it wasn't until after I retired or then I could do it. My child was raised, I was retired, my little mobile home was paid off. I could now run off with the circus momentarily.
0: <laughs>
2: I can see where that would
0: be a good metaphor. So let's get into some of the stories, Matt Shea. You're a great storyteller. Tell us about some of the things you experienced when on the road. In setting up this interview, for example, just to tease this a little bit, you began to realize that trucking involves a brother and sisterhood. And as a part of this confraternity of trucking professionals, there were certain rules of
2: the road that extended even beyond the road. Gary, trust me on this one. You will get these big, bruiser, Lyle Alzado-type men out there who are so greatly compassionate, patriotic. Is an unwritten rule. They go out of their way to get in front of you so they can open that door for you. After you, sir. They will sit together at a table, hold hands, and say grace for all the world to see you'll get to know them. They are family with you that evening. There are times when I was pulling into a stop and one of those drivers would wave frantically because they had a stall next to their truck. They'd back me in and for that night we're family. We'll have breakfast together the next day and I may never see him again but for the rest of my life I always remember. That type of thing is going on. I remember a book by Ernest Hemingway
0: called A Movable Feast. He experienced it in Paris. You experienced it in a manner of speaking in the trucking family, the trucking community. You guys were on the move, and yet you never forgot about the people you met and the kindnesses that came from what used to be strangers, and now you feel like you've expanded your family. That's
2: what it sounds like to me. Gary, my buddy. Mike Hanson, who's a long haul guy, he's the guy I teamed with, he's going to hear this interview. I sent him every interview. I sent him my audios. He shares it with the trucker guys out there. When Mike and I hit the road together, there was something that always happened. We could be in the Midwest. We could be deep south, east coast, some cafe. I would hear a, hey, Mike, it was the bike I was riding with. These guys know each other. They go out of their way to have that five minutes, how are you doing? And all the time, I will see a trucker look someone straight in the eye, and they will hand them a little bit of currency, your next meal's on me, how are you doing, brother, that type of thing. That would keep a lot of people from
0: lapsing into a real, a deep well of loneliness. I'll put it that way. It it seems like a very lonely lifestyle because you had Mike, but you didn't always have him. And when I have passed, just speaking from my own experience, no matter what time of day I was driving on the major highways in this country from coast to coast, I would see many truckers in the course of a day, but I can't recall more than let's say, maybe it was a guy and his wife, maybe once in a while, there would be two people in the cab, but typically, it would be a male. And of course, this is open to women as well. But I would see a guy out there. He might give us a two to the horn if we gave him the signal. And he was rolling down the road at a pretty good clip, handling American commerce on his back, as it were. And he did it alone. That isn't something for which everybody is cut out. Let's face it.
2: My friend Ella, a lot of these shows I do when I go to old historic monuments, she comes along with me. And when I came back from trucking, she was all excited. She wanted to hear about it. And then she asked me if I was going to commit to it. And I said, I won't commit to it, but I'll always be able to do it on my terms. Why is that? I said, Ella, we got the evening open. I'll show you why. I took her to a truck stop with a diner. And this is late at night around midnight. And we walk in. I said, study these guys. They are truckers. All due respect, they look like sad sacks, something that the cat drove in, brought in, excuse me. They were licking their wounds. They were fatigued. They were trying to balance a checking book. They were missing home. That song from Bobby Bear, Detroit City, I want to go home. People think I'm big in Detroit City. That would just play in my head. It could really relate to that. So they're paying the ultimate price. They had to get as far away from home and live in poverty, so to say, so that home life would be that much nicer for the family. That's what they were doing. I had written a story called The Essay, and it was an honor of such a trucker doing such a thing. And it's my first publication, and I've had many write me on that. They were truckers. They could relate to the story. When we talk about
0: that life choosing that life you choose all that goes with it and of course as anyone in any occupation will tell you it's important to keep your wits about you practice safety battle the loneliness if that happens to be an occupational hazard and for truckers it certainly is and to find adventure wherever you can there are places that are near and dear to every trucker's heart i have no doubt about that I would think two things, uh, Matt, It, it would seem to me that it inspires brand loyalty because when you're out on the road, you need to know on what and on whom you can depend. So I'm thinking that there are certain places you would stay, there are certain products you would buy, and you came to depend on those because it just made your life easier and safer. And then there are those places that stand rather like shrines. To trucking and one of them in particular you know about i'm sure our listeners would like to hear more about it the place is called i-80 iowa and we're not simply talking about a highway there tell
2: us about i-80 iowa i-80 iowa truck stop is the world's largest truck stop and mike made it a point it's like if you're in anaheim come on get the kids to disneyland just do it you're within striking distance We drove for hours to go there so that I would know. They have, last I heard, at least 900 truck stalls, if not even more. They have a museum there. They have a dentist office there. They have a chiropractor. They have a place where you could take your traveling companion, your dog, and wash the dog. They have many restaurants there, home-cooked meals, 24 hours, on and on, truck services. But they also have, the second week of every July, the Walcott Trucker's Jamboree. And I think this is their answer to Sturgis, and I would say at least half of them attend Sturgis as well. It's a very fun American outing that has over 175 displays. It's a three-day outing, and among other things, they have a pork chop cook-off. I would kind of like to attend that on an empty stomach. (laughs) And I thought you were going to say chili cook-off, yes. Well, they have the Trucker Olympics there, a beauty pageant, fireworks every night, free parking, free admission. You're going to make friends for life there. You're going to bump into guys that you know from rest stops.
0: That's right. It's a rolling family. You could say that quite literally. Yes, yes. And when we talk about the trucking family, there's also this element of loneliness. It seems inescapable sooner or later, and some people battle it consistently. I was surprised when you were kind enough to send me some preparatory material, Matt, that suicide, now we're going to get serious, okay? Suicide is actually prevalent in the trucking industry. I did not know it was as serious a problem. I probably should have guessed that, but suicide is something that People who are professionals in the trucking industry will warn someone about.
2: That is fact. And I would like to share this right now for those who are listening. Get out a riding utensil. This is for everybody, including truckers. Because truckers, last I heard, were fifth highest on the list for suicides. Wow. But the list is so long, whoever is listening, your trade is on that list. And so the number is... And I'm going to repeat that for the National Suicide Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. And there's also a trucker's talk line, and their logo is, A Friend is on the Other End. And you could just reach out and talk to a fellow trucker a person who's on the same wavelength as you, and they'll just see you through that hardship. That number is 1-833-833-4388. And then we have the Association of Christian Truck Drivers, and this is not to tell people what faith to be. It's come one, come all, just the way you are. Christian truckers. 618 427 3737. And then they have God Truckers Ministry, and they emphasize it's for everybody. Those who are depressed, those who've been lonely too long, those who are hungry, those who need someone to listen to. Their number is 410 799 0018. And throughout the internet, there's a tremendous amount of services. 800 numbers just reach out they're in the same boat you are they're waiting to hear from you and they need to hear from you
0: well that's good i will treat that as a good public service announcement thank you so much matt for that for those numbers i do want to ask you because you're matt shea and we've done this a few times you are well known around puget sound as a ghost investigator You do your research. You don't like to tell tall tales. You like to tell true tales, at least as true as you can determine. Now, this show emanates from Seattle originally. Then, with a bit of editing, it becomes a podcast, and it is tossed to the four winds. So be it. When it comes to Washington State,
2: do you happen to have a trucker ghost story? I have several. My buddy, Mel, was one of the truckers I dealt with for over 20 years, and it's like a barber shop or a fishing hole. Those are buddies. You only know them well, but you're close to them. So Mel would come in. He's out of Arizona, sometimes with his wife. And in one of our talks, he goes, Hey, I can talk to you, Matt. Uh, did you know that my truck is haunted? I've heard such talk from other drivers laying the same claim. Tell me more, Mel. He says that he and his wife will be going down the road and somebody will flash them going the other way, a buddy, and they'll wave. And his friend will call out, Hey, who's your friend? We've been seeing a lot of them lately with you. Got to introduce us. Well, it's just he and his wife. They claim one time they put their hand back with the sleeper and they felt a body there, nothing morbid. He said there are times where he and his wife will pull into a truck stop and the server gives a setting for three three menus, three glasses of water. And then when the server comes to get an order, uh, does your friend know what he wants or is he coming back? Oh, no, he had to get up and leave, but he appreciates your hospitality. So this is something they haven't seen, they felt once, but they get that feeling and then other people address it. And I've had more than one trucker, but especially Mel. He was the one that really got me when we talked about it.
0: Thank you for sharing that story. It's, it's fascinating to me that people, I mean, you could certainly understand if somebody said, well, I think that was some kind of hallucination. You guys, you put in ungodly hours behind the wheel. Of course you're going to have a freaky experience like that. And yet there are those truckers to say, not so fast. You know, we've learned to tell the difference between when we need to pull over and take a rest and when something truly weird is going on.
2: Oh yes. And again, The job that I retired from, we had over 2,000 trucks a month come in because we had two lines, twenty-four sevens. The trucks kept rolling. Some of these guys, you get to know them for 20, 25 years. In time, when they get comfortable, they open up like you do at a campfire.
0: I want to give you an opportunity here, Matt, before we say goodbye to... Tell people how you feel about the concept that trucking equals freedom. It may be lonely, it's often adventurous, but at the end of the day, when you
2: look back on your trucking career, did it make you feel free? It made me feel free because that will always be in me, always in my blood. As I speak to you, I have my health card, my CDL, I keep in touch with my buddy Mike throughout the week. I could make that connection where I could do a little long haul. And they don't even have to pay me for it. It's a love for this country and being out there with that Willie Nelson stuff. I love it. And when I see people in a store and the store shelves are depleted, I know that we're the guys doing something about it.
0: That is beautifully said. Uh, You've opened my eyes to aspects of the trucking life that I didn't know before, Matt. So I thank you for joining us once again. The thing about you is, you always have more stories to tell, and we have more opportunities for you to tell them as we move throughout the year 2021 here on American Road Trip Talk.
2: Thank you, Matt Shea, for joining us. Can't wait
0: until we meet up
2: again. Thank you. In the meantime, I'll be looking at my back issues of the American Road Trip magazine. I love this guy. Fantastic. He's a
0: a sitting billboard in our studio today. We love that. Thank you, Matt Shea. Folks, I did want to give you a little heads up. If you want to have a blast in the Midwest, chart your course to visit Alliance, Nebraska. Fun, safe, family-friendly, and pet-friendly activities make Alliance one adventure you and your family don't want to miss. Come for Carhenge and stay to experience our many other free attractions. Craft brews, local dining. Yes, all of the attractions are free. Shop along our historic brick streets too. Carhenge is a 2020 top 10 worldwide award winner by TripAdvisor. Unique, quirky, and a pop culture icon. Carhenge is open year round to visitors who love to experience something different you won't find a to-scale replica of England's Stonehenge quite like this anywhere else in the world. Our little slice of country is your place to relax before you head to the hills or mountains with all of that small-town charm your soul needs. For more information, please go to visitalliance.com.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures, detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please, get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure.
2: Find out the latest
0: about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com. Thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for tuning into American Road Trip Talk. Along with Thomas and Becky representative co-founders of American Road Magazine, we remind you to visit our website, AmericanRoadMagazine.com, to preview the current issue. It is newly out digitally, hard copies on the way. Make sure to check it out, AmericanRoadMagazine.com. Until next time, dream well and drive safely on the American Road.